Welcome to another edition of Profiles, a look into the music, artistry, lives, and legacies of the musicians and artists who defined a uniquely creative era by breaking boundaries and finding new influences. While they not only ushered in social as well as political change, they also created immensely popular legacies that have truly stood the test of time. Welcome to special programming today on KPFK 90.7 FM, Los Angeles, and online at kpfk.org. My name is Maggie Lapique, and I'll be your host for the hour. My guest today is Dan Guerrero. Dan Guerrero is an award-winning producer, director of diverse programming for network and cable television, and of live arts and culture concert events at prestigious venues, including the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, LA Opera, and multiple events at the Kennedy Center in DC. The eclectic artist also tours with his autobiographical solo play, Gatino, Made in America, that was recently filmed and is screening at US film festivals. Guerrero is also an influential activist for both the Latinx and LGBTQ communities and is a popular figure on the speaking circuit, but he is most proud of his work as an educator teaching the course Gatino, Performance and the Power of One at UCLA. That led to his appointment as a UC Regents lecturer jointly in the UCLA Cesar E. Chavez Chicano Studies and LGBTQ departments. Dan Guerrero, welcome back to KPFK. At home, <laughs> you know I, your voice is you know it's a beautiful radio voice. I'm, I have a stage voice, so I'm, I don't want to sound like Ethel Merman today. So I'm going to try and be very <laughs> subtle and bring on my radio voice. Oh, you sound absolutely beautiful, <laughs> and you know we haven't seen each other in so many years. And you pulled up into the parking lot, and I just saw you, and it was like. The years just melted away. True. And yeah. I just love you, and I think you're just uh, so amazing. Thank you. So it's wonderful to have you today. And in this hour, we're going to explore a recently released book and companion music CD from Linda Ronstadt, who is a very good friend of Dan's. The book is entitled, and the companion CD, Feels Like Home, a song for the Sonoran Borderlands. And we began the show with a beautiful song, Linda singing El Sueño, The Dream. And that is from the Putumayo Presents, Feels Like Home, Songs from the Sonoran Borderlands. Dan, tell us about how you met Linda and how your wonderful friendship with her started. Actually, I love that she calls our friendship a second-generation friendship because her dad, Gilbert, and my dad, Lalo, were good friends back in Tucson. My dad met long before I did because she was still in diapers, literally. So he knew her forever. But I really never met her. People think because I was born in Tucson and she was born and raised there. Both my parents were also born and raised in Tucson. So they think we grew up together. But first of all, we're like, I'm a decade older. And um, I was in L.A. I, you know, my dad came to L.A. when I was two years old so he could pursue his career, which turned out to be a very wise move, by the way. So, <laughs> so I never met her. And the weird thing is we met as adults in the early 90s 
when I was producing uh, a bilingual TV talk show on Univision with Paul Rodriguez. And it was during her Canciones de Mi Padre period. And she guested with the Camperos. And unbeknownst to her, we had Dad backstage as a surprise guest. And he came on, and she was indeed surprised. So we would see each other through the years, Linda and I, but, you know, at an event. But our friendship really cemented when she was the artistic director of the San Jose Mexican Heritage and Mariachi Festival. And she was the artistic director, and she brought me on to produce all of the big events, including the big mariachi concert at the big convention center there, whatever it is. And that's when we joined at the hip, you know, and, and one of us is always saying, we should live next door to each other. Or, <laughs> Why didn't we know each other as kids? She's, she's the most spectacular woman ever. She really is. So there's a wonderful interview with you and Linda on YouTube that I discovered. And I think it was from a few years ago. And so I was going to ask you when you originally started working with her, but... You've answered that question, but just the synergy between the two of you watching you, it's as if, you know, you have known each other all of your lives, but it's been three decades, correct? Yes, but it does feel like, you know, it's happened. Feels like home. That's, that feels like home, exactly. Uh, yes. I mean, I have a couple of friends that we met, and that day we were instant best friends. It's like we'd known each other, and that's how it was with Linda. Yeah, you're talking probably about Linda Ronstadt in conversation, mm -hmm. and I did like a 90-minute interview of her on stage at the Soraya, which was in the Valley Performing that's Arts right. Center. That's right, and it was just an excerpt about 14 minutes, and it's just really wonderful. The sound is a little glitchy at first, and then it gets right, and then you're so hilarious. A guy comes up, and he's doing something technical. <laughs> well, I, and, and, and I know the John Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> said something like, just pretend he's not here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember there was a little bumpy audio start. But, it, uh, but the funniest is Thor Steingraber, who's the amazing big honcho there. We're friends, and he said to me one day, you know, Linda's going to be there doing a conversation. I said, oh, when? Because I want to go and I'll bring friends. He goes, no, 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 I want you to do it with her. And I said, really? And he said, it will be very different with a friend because she's done these conversations but usually with a radio personality or a journalist and it's different. But you're a wonderful interviewer. You're very, very professional and prepared. You do an amazing job. Oh, thank you. And preparation is interesting because I it know is her the key. so well. And yet the research I did on her, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I mean, as well as I know her. But once you really look at the whole picture of that career, it's astounding what that woman did. Yes, and she, is doing. And is doing. Yes, she's an absolute renaissance woman. True. Now, in Feels Like Home, Grammy Award-winning singer Linda Ronstadt effortlessly evokes the magical panorama of the high desert, a landscape etched by sunlight and carved by wind, offering a personal tour of the place where she came of age, built around meals and memories. There's recipes in the book as well. Following her best-selling musical memoir, Simple Dreams, this book seamlessly braids together Ronstadt's recollections of people and their passions in a region little understood in the rest of the United States. So tell us about Arizona, Tucson, where you grew up, what it was like for your dad, Lalo Guerrero, the king of Chicano music and so much more, and what it's still like. Not so great. 
Well, in some aspects. Well, Arizona ain't so great, but Tucson <laughs> is. <laughs> you know, it's like San Antonio, this little gem that sits yes. in the middle of Texas. Uh, Texas. <laughs> but I did not have the advantage of growing up in Tucson. I was born there, but as I say, we came to L.A. early. But I grew up... You know, going there to see my grandmother, my grandfather, you know, and tias and tios. And so I feel like it is my hometown, though I never lived there. And Tucson has that thing. It still has it grown tremendously, but it seems to have grown outward, 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 so that there's an old Pueblo feeling still in Tucson, though there are probably a zillion more people than when dad was born in 1916. But it's hard to explain that there is such a heart and such a corazón of Tucson. And Linda did grow up there. Mm -hmm. And she has such a passion for her Mexican heritage and for Tucson that she had to write this book. It's a book she always wanted to write. And she encompasses everything, the music, the culture, the food. You know, you just can't beat Tucson. I mean, it's a very, very, very special spiritual place, I find. So we are presenting this beautiful book, Feels Like Home, a song for the Sonoran borderlands. It includes 20 favorite recipes from Linda Ronstadt, and she worked with Lawrence Downs, and the beautiful photographs inside, just stunning photographs, Dan. Most never seen before, family photos. Yes, but uh, Bill Steen, I think, did a lot of the the landscape of Tucson. Yeah, he's an amazing man. But also what comes with this book, I mean, it doesn't physically come with this book, but there's a companion CD, and uh, Linda worked with the folks at Putumayo Records, It's called Songs from the Sonoran Borderlands, and it's Linda Ronstadt's musical Odyssey. And it really is a fantastic collection of many artists. Of course, we began the program with El Sueño, which is Linda singing, but we've got Ray Cooter and Lalo Guerrero. We've got Jackson Brown with Los Sensontles with his song The Dreamer which is so beautiful. Linda with Dolly Parton. She also does a duet with Emmylou Harris across the border, which is just stunning. But I want to go to this wonderful collection of music, and let's hear Rod Cooter with your dad. You want to uh, introduce the song? Barrio and- Viejo, Barrio Viejo. Barrio Viejo really became dad's signature song. And the interesting thing is that it is, I believe... It's true. I'm sure it is. It is really the last song he composed. And he wrote it about his neighborhood. Where You know, barrio simply means neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It does not mean drive-by shootings. <laughs> it has come to mean that, unfortunately, too many times. But it just means your neighborhood, you know. And it was an homage to growing up in the barrio that he loved so much. They were economically challenged, but they had everything. They had music. They had Mm -hmm. friendships. They did serenatas to their girlfriends at night. It was such beautiful. That's why I love Tucson so much, because I grew up with stories from both mom and dad about all those days. And so he wrote Barrio Viejo because he was going to be performing in Tucson. And I don't want to be long-winded, but what the hell? I'm here, right? Yes. So I'm in my kitchen cooking. I don't know how many years ago. And Dad calls and says, Mijo, I just wrote a song. I want you to hear it. I said, and I'm in the middle of, you know, (laughs) cooking. And I said, okay. So, you know, I put down the spatula or whatever. And he got his guitar and he sang me Barrio Viejo. 
And I was so stunned. I don't want to get emotional, but <clears throat> I did say to him, I said, that's the greatest song you ever wrote. It's just a poem. It's a beautiful poem. And it paints such a vivid picture of, of the people, the people of, of the barrio. So he does it. They love it. And now, not long after, coincidentally, he's going to be at Royce Hall. I don't know what the event was, and you might have been there. But it was Linda with the Camperos. It was Poncho Sanchez. It was Tito Puente with the salsa wow. band. And Dad with his guitar. So, wow. you know, so he said, I don't know what I'm going to sing. I said, you got to sing Barrio Viejo. He said, no, 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 but that's about Tucson. I said, no, everybody has a hometown. That's right. Everybody has a neighborhood. It's, it, it, it's universal. And I finally talked him into it. So the night comes, Linda's magnificent with a big mariachi, Tito swinging with a salsa band, and then Poncho with a jazz, and, and then Dad walks out, sits on a stool <laughs> with a guitar all by himself and does Barrio Viejo and gets the only standing O of the night. Wow. This, I wish... I could have been there. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. I'm in the wings with Linda. And the two of us, and she, and I remember I was kind of hunched down like this, and she's patting the top of my head like I'm a cocker spaniel. <laughs> and she's, we're both like crying. And so, you know, she, that's the first time she heard the song. In fact, one time she says, I remember the first time I heard it, and, and Danny de la Paz was there. I, I said, It wasn't Danny de la Paz, that was me. That was me with you. <laughs> but it's a magnificent, uh, magnificent song. I'm sorry the story was so long, but what no, the hell? No, 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 no. Let's take a listen to Ray Cooter and Lalo Guerrero. Dad's last recording session. Ray Cooter and Lalo Guerrero, Barrio Viejo, an uplifting musical journey through songs that inspired Linda Ronstadt, curated by Linda and Putumayo to accompany her memoir, Feels Like Home. Just a beautiful, beautiful collection of music. Just, my heart is just jumping out of my chest. It's so, so wonderful. This is an amazing thing, what she's done. Huh, that girl, I'm telling you, that Linda is something. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is that she called, and she was doing another book after Simple Dreams, and what it was about, I said, great. And then they wanted to use some of Dad's lyrics in the book. I said, great. And then she started to explain, there'll also be a campaign CD, and then you go on Spotify, and then Amazon, and I was like trying to follow it because I thought that's a make because it's a new world you know yes. it's not everything it's all connected and you can link and you can tweet and all that stuff and and I didn't quite grasp it but I of course said yes and now I see it you can go on Amazon and get the book and get the CD or Putumayo worldmusic.com and it's just an amazing thing to have the two choices there. The yes. music that you read about in the book, and then you can listen to it. There's just so much in this book, including 20 favorite recipes. So it's a memoir about her time in Tucson, but also just so much more. And the photographs are just stunning. But I wanted to read, you know, advanced praise for It Feels Like Home. And this from... A wonderful friend of yours and ours, this radio station. Oh. We love her, Miss Dolores Huerta. Yes. And she says about this book and the, the entire project, Feels Like Home invites us on an exquisite journey of beauty, adventure, and history. It's a magical trip you don't want to miss. This book will fill your heart 
your soul, and your spirit. We need that now more than ever. And I would have to add to that, Dolores, and it fills your stomach, <laughs> your tummy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I wanted to talk to you, Dan, because I know you and Dolores are about as close as uh, you and Linda are. You know, you guys go back decades. I know it. It shocks me. Do you know, honestly, uh, my phone will ring and I'll pick it up and it will say Linda or will say Dolores. And I'm like, they know who I am. I mean, it's, I mean, my God. I mean, I feel so privileged. <laughs> truly, truly. Yeah, she's pretty magnificent. And they love each other and they hardly get, you know, with their mutual schedules and life and they don't get to see each other that often. I kind of see each of them separately more than they ever get to see each other but yeah they're equally big fans of each other for sure those two amazing incredible women and Dolores Huerta is 92 years young yeah still out there you know doing the incredible work that she's been doing for so many decades for human rights and uh, our farm workers and so much more. But I wanted you to tell us a little bit about the event that you're working on. That's for, right. It's a little bit down the road, but we want to hear about it. Yeah, it's sooner than later now. We've been working on it for quite a few months. Again, the Soraya and Thor at the helm. We are doing Concierto para Dolores, and it is a concert event to honor Dolores, and of course she will be there. And what I'm really excited about is that the thrust is really... We want the audience to leave that night knowing Dolores, the woman, the mother, the person. You know, everyone knows her accomplishments. So it's going to be a very personal evening. And toward that end, I did like an hour Zoom with her. Who was your favorite singer? What kind of music did you like? When you were growing up, what music did you like? And she loved Billie Holiday and she loved Chet Baker. And, you know, it's not all mariachi. Yeah, she loves jazz. Yeah, she loves jazz. She loves R&B. And so we have everybody from La Marisol to Marilyn McCoo, you know, to uh, Gabby Moreno and we're going to have both a band and a mariachi and it's really going to be a fantastic event it's on sunday november 13th at the soraya which is on the campus of cal state northridge and yeah i'm looking forward to it because oh she deserves tributes that's for sure and she's had many but this will be different i think because it's personal yes personal And I'm going to be in touch with those folks at the Soroya and get some information up on our website about it because it's just a perfect match for KPFK. So I wanted to just read a little bit from the back of the book where the advanced praise is, a little bit more about it. Uh, Feels Like Home, Grammy Award-winning singer Linda Ronstadt effortlessly evokes the magical panorama of the high desert, a landscape etched by sunlight, carved by wind, offering a personal tour of the place where she came of age. Built around meals and memories, following our best-selling musical memoir, Simple Dreams, this book seamlessly braids together Linda's recollections of people and their passions in a region little understood in the rest of the United States. She is the granddaughter of Mexican immigrants. Linda celebrates the marvelous flavors and indomitable people on both sides of the border in this road trip through the desert. Written in collaboration with Lawrence Downs and illustrated throughout with stunning photographs by Bill Steen. Feels Like Home features recipes for traditional Sonoran dishes and a bevy of revelations for Linda's admirers, including never-before-seen family photos. And Dan has a book in his hand. I have a book in my hand. These books are heavy. They're whoosh, heavy. Whoosh. And, and, you know, you, you mentioned the family, and it's Federico Ronstadt, Fred, her grandfather, he 
the music has been in that family forever. They indeed immigrated to Mexico and then eventually, well, when there was really no border, you know, really. He was, uh, in 1890s, they settled in Tucson, the grandfather, and he was a wagon maker, very successful businessman, very successful, go back and forth the border like nothing. So both in Tucson and right across the border, whether they were wagons pulled by horses in the fields or the elegant carriages for the glitterati of the region. And so he was a very smart businessman. But at the same time, he founded the Club Philharmonico, the first Philharmonic Orchestra in Tucson. He was a flautist. So he had music and very cultural and the arts on top of being a, a brilliant businessman. So she grew up with music, her dad, you know, her mom, a lovely lady from the Midwest whose heart was one with her dad, Gilbert, who had a beautiful voice. He would serenade her. She was visiting a dude ranch, I think, or something. And so Linda grew up hearing Gilbert and Sullivan from her mom and Rancheras from her father. And she always says, everybody should sing and everybody should play an instrument. You don't have to be good, but you just need to do it. And I'm like, okay. Although that sounds a little scary (laughs) if you're not talented. Well, you have to sing like, you know, when they say dance, like nobody's watching. And singing is the same way. You know, I mean, having a voice like Linda Ronstadt, you know, that's a beautiful gift from God. But for those of us who can't sing, we're not great singers, but it's still fun. Yes, it's, it's still fun. fun. And the Ronstadt family, a lot of them are great singers, you yes. know, Michael and Petey. And they're the Ronstadt family singers, you know, they're still around. So this wonderful companion CD It says, an uplifting musical journey through songs that inspired Linda, curated by her and Puda Mayo to accompany her memoir, Feels Like Home. Now, it includes a CD and then an album download, which is very cool. And then there's a beautiful booklet, about 25 pages, that talks about all of the songs and gives history and and so forth. Really, really gorgeous CD that Puda Mayo put together as a companion for the book. So Dan and I, we've been going through this music, and it's just such a fantastic collection that Linda came up with, with Putumayo. We'd like to hear now Linda Ronstadt and Emmylou Harris with Across the Border. Music from... Putumayo Presents Feels Like Home, Songs from the Sonoran Borderlands, Linda Ronstadt's Musical Odyssey, and uh, there was a beautiful uh, duet, Linda with Emmylou Harris, Across the Border. Just fantastic. Feels Like Home is Linda's fascinating memoir of growing up in the culturally rich Sonoran Borderlands of the Southwest. I want to thank our friends at Heyday Books. They made sure that Dan Guerrero, we got the first batch so you and I could... Uh, hot off the press. Hot off the press, the baby. The ink is coming off of my fingers. Ooh. Let's talk about what else is on the CD. You've got Los Sensontles with Palomas que andan volando. You have Jackson Brown with the Sensontles, the Dreamer. You've got De Los Senslones with David Hidalgo. Mm-hmm, uh, from Los Lobos. Linda and Dolly Parton. Linda Pielka. Anela, hello, hello. We're going to hear that. We got to hear that. The Sensontles is a group, most know, I'm sure, up in the Bay Area that Linda has uh, been very supportive of them. And I careers. think Linda might have introduced them uh, to Jackson. And then, of oh, course, yeah, yeah, he, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And she yeah. just absolutely, 
and he uh, absolutely fell in love with the group. Right. And we do want to thank Jackson Brown for his support because I wouldn't have this beautiful book or the music without him. So it, through him, we are able to do this today. And uh, the exciting thing too, Dan, about the CD, you get an album download card. So that way you're basically getting two recordings for those that don't use CDs. They can just use the download code and just, you know, put it. I uh, still like CDs. I'm old school. I know. I'm old school, too. I mean, I play vinyl. <laughs> but the kids, I mean, yeah. when I go to Amoeba with my son, uh, he's 24. Julian goes to uh, the T-shirts. He's, uh, you know, he's got all of his music on his phone. So, he, you know, he calls me an old grandma, you know, looking at those records. Uh, but I'm hoping that... Uh, at some point, because there's a lot of young people that are now loving vinyl. Well, exactly. They're, they're going exactly. back to it. That history sort of repeats itself. But they're never going back to eight track. <laughs> but believe it or not, they I think I've seen the eight tracks at Amoeba and cassettes. Really? The HS tapes. You know, the young uh, college kids that... Um, can't afford, you know, all the cable and all that. They get uh, the old VCR machines at the Goodwill and, you know, start oh. start buying the VHS tapes again. Wow. So it's crazy. So the name of the book feels like home, a song for the Sonoran borderlands. It includes 20 favorite recipes. Linda Ronstadt and Lawrence Downs, a photographs by Bill Steen. It is just an incredible book and much bigger and heavier than I thought. And filled with so many amazing things. And we, recipes. Yeah. Like, look, I'm reading carne con chile. Delicious. <laughs> I know. Pound beef brisket trimmed of excess. Oh, yeah. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture of Dad. Page 113. Oh, fantastic. Oh, look at her dressed up. Oh, they're going to a concert. Jose Greco at the Temple of Music and Art in Tucson. <gasps> Susie, her sister Susie, her brother Peter, and Linda. Oh, my God. She's got that same adorable face. Absolutely. The photograph on the book and the CD is a little baby Linda. She looks like, you know, maybe three or four, maybe not that old. And same face, right? And it's just this beautiful yeah. little face that, oh, I just absolutely love this photograph. And her little cowboy girl hat. Sombrero, not cowboy. Well, it is cowboy. Yeah, she's yeah, a... Yeah, it is true. A little, and Enchilada Sonorenses. Hey, this, this book is a winner. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. So, Dan, we're going to have to uh, kind of wrap it up. Um, if people want to uh, find out more about you, how can they do that? Just yell out the back window of their house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, how social media? Uh, well, uh, well, there's dangaro.com. There's yes, Daytino. that's your com. wonderful website. There's yeah, uh, YouTube has all of my happy hour uh, Zooms that I've been doing for La Plaza de Cultura y Artes for over two years now. So you could hear an, an hour and a half uh, a conversation with uh, Dolores Huerta, with uh, Eddie Olmos, with Cheech about his art collection, everybody. So that's a, an oral history that we're building for La Plaza de Cultura y Artes that I'm very proud of. So I'm everywhere. Just I'm like a bad rash. So oh, stop it. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say chameleonic, and okay, he says a bad better. he says a bad rash. That's better. That's, this is why I love you. <laughs>
Thanks for joining us for this edition of Profiles, and please join me next time for another in-depth look at the legendary musicians and artists who changed the trajectory, opened our minds, and who continue to inspire us. I'm your host and producer, Maggie Lapique. Special thanks to my producers, Jerry O and Andrea Love. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to tune in next time for Profiles with Maggie Lapique.